This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. That makes me ready to go. Yeah, me too. Me too. After that pop, yeah, pop, pop. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> Snap and crackle next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How did so? How did your uh, how did your daylight savings time go? I was there. I was there for it when yeah. the change happened. Yeah, when yeah. you sprung forward. Yep. Was the ball dropping for you? <laughs> Both of them were dropping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I saw your I saw your tweet about. And and just like that, it went from two a.m. to three a.m. or something. It's like I look at my, it's like three in the morning. Like what the hell? Nobody <laughs> okayed man. this bullshit. Well, you know, it's the AI of the phone. Basically, they just said, yeah. you know what? I know this guy's not ready for it, but bam, it's happening anyway. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. It, I'm not usually up at that time of night or morning, <laughs> uh, but last night I was. Why, why were you up at that time last night, A.G.? Because uh, you graduated from the academy. Yes. yes. Right. You got my awards. <laughs> no, it was uh, a big birthday and had a little uh, karaoke throwdown. Nice. And uh, we had a lot of good, t- a lot of fun. I still have my voice, which you can, if you can tell, it's a long... It's a radio it's, voice today. It's, it is actually probably better today yeah. for that reason, but it, it can quit at any minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, you know, as long as you don't. I'm trying not to. <laughs> but if you Patrick. start hearing me. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm re- definitely hearing your 85 hertz right now. You're, you're mm-hmm. there between 85. No, and it's actually 90. resonating. I can hear it myself, yeah. but I know it could. <laughs> I can start. <laughs> well, as long as you don't that's start singing happen. again. <laughs> no, no that's, I had enough yeah. of that, so. That was that. I, I got to admit, that was that was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. That was fun. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, that's not a group of people that normally hangs out with each other. And in fact, it's a group of people that like to avoid some each some. other. Yeah. I think yeah. that's usually the way it works. So, you're it was very United Nations like in that sense. You oh, it was like together, almost yeah. like some bonding was going on there. Yeah, <laughs> bondage and a little light. Yeah, not heavy. Not enough hand jobs, but whatever. Yeah. Um, how did you, how did your spring forward uh, go, Mac? Uh, well, I woke up and again, it was that hour that you can't get back kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, there's no way it's, uh, it's 8.30. It's 7.30. In, in my soul, it's 7.30. Mm-hmm. It says 8.30. Yeah. And even now at the time we're supposed to be here now, it definitely doesn't feel like the time that it is now. Yeah. It doesn't feel as late as it, as it, yeah, as it's, it is. There's no way. It, it feels like, you know. At least an hour later. Well, I have to give myself kudos when I got back after a, you know a full day of revelry. <laughs> First thing I did was when I got home was already changed the time on my microwave because that's the only thing that doesn't change oh, uh, automatically. I see. Talk about like having your wits about you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was like trying to plug uh, not just my phone in but my backup battery. At you know, this is like two in the morning. Well, I guess there Three. was no there was no two in the morning yesterday, <laughs> but I'd right. say about one thirty. And it's like, yeah, even when I'm just shit faced, I can still do stuff to help myself out later. 
That's smart <laughs> thinking right so, there. It's muscle memory, I think, at that point, really. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean... It's that's just, basically how you get home every night. It's, it is how I get home every night. Mm-hmm. Totally, man. <laughs> From the bars, it's muscle memory. You know, I mean, and, and part of thankfully, part of that muscle memory is like not stepping in front of traffic, right? Which is good. Waiting yes. for the light. Well, I don't know if I wait for the light to change, but like stepping off a curb or into a pothole that you know in, on your route. If if you take a certain route, then you know it's there, so you know right. to avoid it. Which yeah, is a good thing. But you know, so the the thing that pissed me off the most is that we were driving our newer car. I, I got a, an, an older Honda for for my rig that I commute with, but. For my wife's car, it's a, I think it's a 2017 or 2018 model, and I don't understand why you still have to fucking set the clock on things like this. They have all this, all the bells and whistles. It doesn't automatically set the fucking time forward for you. Mm-hmm. That I have a problem with. It should not only set it forward, but it should also just set it. Period. Right? Yeah. Like it should be in com- communication with the, the atomic second, clock. The second you sync, well, you sync your phone mm-hmm. to it, Bluetooth. Why wouldn't it just sync that way? Like all the bells and whistles they have with this, and they can't figure that. And it's still difficult to find on every car. How do you fucking set the goddamn clock? Well, <laughs> so what would be the case for it not syncing? I don't think? know. It doesn't seem to be very many plausible. No. It's like there, yeah, you're right. Really if it isn't. syncs the if it syncs the phone via Bluetooth, just bring the time along with it. Yes. Yes. Well, I think we need to get in touch with uh, what, Nissan or or any. I, I I would venture to say that every new car still does that old school shit where you have to we have to manually set it. Well, probably not the Tesla. I don't know. Tesla probably has an auto because I mean it's all GPS based, right? Right. That yeah. thing, yeah. you know. I don't know. I think I think that's one of those things. They they still like to get one over on the consumers. Like I think that's one of those things. They they still like to get one over on the consumers. Like <laughs> the what? The consumer. Yeah. Consumer. Mm-hmm. The consumer. I think this. I think the 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 easiest thing to do <laughs> is to get rid of daylight savings time. Yeah, isn't there a law being proposed that we either stick with one or the other? I think we would stick in with Oregon. This. Yeah, would stick with this, mm-hmm. right? So, what's the con? What's the con? To, uh, obviously, I see the pros. That's about not having to make, not having to worry about daylight savings time. Because I tell you what, and we'll get back to the, my original question, but this fucked me up the first time I came here to the U.S. When I was working here in the U.S., <laughs> I didn't know what it was about. There was, I remember, there was, I was, I was working as a busboy at the uh, Marriott on the waterfront. And then the first, so obviously, this was around March, um, and I see there's a there was a sign on near the time clock that says, "Don't forget day, um, spring to spring forward." And there was a picture of a clown or something like that. So I'm like, I didn't pay attention. So I'm going, whatever. Yeah, I some stupid American. What exactly? Yeah. What a nice little cheery but thing to say. Yeah. Well, it's like white. What 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 white bullshit is this? And so I, obviously, the following day I showed up one hour late. So oh, yeah, well, it's like you still were employed then at that point. My, the restaurant manager was very understanding. It's like, well, you're brown, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the the uh, the racist term for white people in te- Tagalog? In Tagalog, yeah. well, actually, we re- we revere the white people in uh, in Filipino culture. So uh, that's you know, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the white Americans for yeah. sure, um, but. Um, we there's got to be some kind of slur. No, because, no, because it's it's General MacArthur. It's about General MacArthur. So we call him. We call all the white people MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all them stupid MacArthur's. Or, or Mac. That's probably Fuck. why we have any kind of relationship with. That's that is oh, why that is yeah. why that is why the phrase "fucking Mac" 
rolls off my tongue. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. Totally. <laughs> so anyway, what are the what are the things against not uh, like if we discontinue daylight savings time? Yeah. If we discontinue the spring forward fallback here in the U.S., what's I mean? Because we're the are we the only are we the only country that does it? Yeah, no. I don't think many countries do it. Do I they? don't. Not all countries do it, but there might be a couple others. A few others. So against so against so so let's just talk about what it what it does. Right? It shifts. We do a time shift, mm. and so during during this part of the year, as the days are getting longer, you're now getting light early, yes, and late. So as you get further in the year, the day constricts, or the amount of daylight, you know, gets reduced, and then you fall back. Right. So. What that ends up happening, and I think one of the concerns is like commuting. People are going to be driving in the dark versus driving in the lights. When you do this sort of time shift, it excuse me gets a little more daylight, I guess, when people are driving. I yeah. just think it's bad for your like for the feeling of looking at the clock, and really, there should by all rights there shouldn't be any real psychological. It shouldn't even matter, right? But you look at the clock, and it's whatever time it is now. It's an hour, but your body feels it's still stuck in that other routine. And it takes weeks for for me to get back on board. And then and then it seems like finally when you're used to it, well, we got to switch back again. Are you um, are you referring to like circadian rhythm? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you lose something, you're or even if you gain something like like that, even if you're gaining an hour, your body knows it, you feel it, and obviously the gaining part feels better than the losing part. But you know, unless it, you can't take advantage of it, like you wake up an hour early anyway, <clears throat> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was again. I thought it was a certain time when I woke up this morning and I looked at it, it's like shit. It is definitely not that time. So to answer the question, it looks like. Um, nearly all of the U.S., nearly all of Mexico, nearly all of oh, Canada, Green, all the way to Greenland, and then multi, like many, many, like almost all, all of Europe use daylight savings time adjustments. Hmm. Um, I didn't know it was that widespread. Yeah, and then in the southern lights. So that's the northern <laughs> hemisphere, and then in the southern hemisphere, looks like Argentina, parts of Brazil, but like most of South America does not participate in it. And yeah. in Australia, it's only the southeastern tip and New Zealand that participate in some sort of daylight savings time adjustment. Why would that help the southern, the, the tip, just, just the tip of uh, Australia, I wonder? And predominantly, like, most of Africa never used it because they just, they speak in clicks. So. <laughs> Which tip of Australia? Bottom um, or top? Bottom, bottom, it's the southern, southern southeastern tip. Okay. As we're observing. Yeah. I guess see, it's getting closer to the pole or something. I don't yeah. know. It might really affect them more. But, you know, part of the reason for doing this is supposedly energy savings. That you're... I thought it was for the farmers. Well, I mean, that's, there's a, a number of reasons for that. Is yeah. it for the farmers? I, I thought know. it was so that they had more light to do whatever the hell they do. Well, what, what do they care about clocks? Feed, feeding the hogs and slopping the chickens. I don't know, whatever the shit they do. Well, and it isn't a lot of um, farming and ag- agricultural automated anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, if is that's it, that's it, what I heard is the point is why we are we doing this anymore. There's really no reason to do it. Is it because of the Amish? Are we are we here to serve the Amish? Damn it! 
once again, Amish agenda. Although they they got a good dance, the churn of the butter. <laughs> <laughs> What else has been happening, Jens? Yeah, we've had uh, Luke Perry died recently. Yeah, nine oh two one oh. I definitely would have pegged him as part of the uh, death pool for sure. Well, it's like we needed to have done this in retrospect or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, we, can't, we can't time travel yet, so no, yeah. Although I, we did travel in forward in time today, we did do a time shift. That's true. But see, this is why you th- you think it's an ir- irrational fear of mine to be fearful of aneurysms. And I know Luke Barry didn't, didn't have an aneurysm. I know. Hang on. Let me. Let me. <laughs> s- I'm just saying that anything can kill you. Yes, so. that's true. Some NBA player has a, a DVT in his arm, and he's not going to play for the rest of the year. What it's is a that? DVT? It's a deep vein thrombosis. Ugh, that sounds horrible. So it's like a blood clot or something. It's akin to that. Thrombosis, anything yeah, like that. Horrible, yeah, it? deep vein. I can't think of much worse than that right there. Because you're you're always a danger of these when you're like take a long plane ride. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's why I want you to move. Well, it's just like you should like exercise your legs when you're on a long plane. Oh, because otherwise blood clot can happen, and then that could lead to stroke. Yes. Boom. Yikes! It's happening. It's happening to you. At least one of those two kind of things is going to happen, and you're definitely going to smell vinegar. Something's going to drip out of the ceiling. It's going to be good. There'll be weird light color patches you've seen. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, hopefully hopefully for a brief moment I'll have like superpowers like John Travolta in that movie Phenomena. 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 Like, like he didn't realize that he was actually dying. What is that movie even about? Well, so <clears throat> he thought that he had an alien encounter. Because he saw some lights, etc., and then oh, for after that, after that, he developed like psychokinesis or telekinesis, something like that. Ah. But apparently, it just triggered. Like he, he actually had a um, a clot in his brain. That tr- it's science. And it's sci-fi, of course. Then he died, and he died at the end. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah because died. then it's because he saw the lights again. But meanwhile, that's just the cl- the clot, make, you know, making it worse. So. <laughs> That's a horrible movie. Yeah, no, it's that horrible. Is a hor- you know, it's weird. He's he's had he's one of those kind of actors that you look at the bulk of his career and most of it is shit. Just horrible movies, right and left. You know that sword swordfish or whatever, terrible movie. Uh, Phenomena, I'm going to guess, is a <laughs> shitty movie. Actually, you know, Phenomena was not a shitty movie, man. Uh, it's not well known. I guarantee if you look at it, it's got like 6.3 or something, or 6.1 on IMDb. Do you know what it, the movie we were talking about? I, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, none of them are any good. There's that and there. Yeah, see Face this. Off, it was good. Face. 6.4. See, I told you, it's a shitty movie. <laughs> but some people like it. What about that movie, Michael? Wasn't he? Oh, awful. Well, he was an angel? It's got to be awful. He was an angel. There's, That's going to be 5.9 on uh, IMDb. There's like a... He did a, at least one, if not two movies. 5.7. Yes. Olivia Newton-John. Uh, uh, Grease? Grease, right. No, well, there was one called it's like Just Two of Us or something like that. Really? I didn't know he did. Was it a spinoff or something? No, it was a super... <laughs> you know, somebody you get sent back to Earth to help this person or save yourself or some shit. Uh, you're he, the... It's called You're the One That I Want. No, that's no. the song. You're the one. 
But but honestly, the, he's only had a couple of like a handful of decent movies. But th- those movies have been pretty iconic. He's been lucky, I think, as far as that goes. I don't think I don't know if I can I can say that's because of him. But I think you look at Pulp Fiction, two of a kind. Oh, a kind, yeah. I do kind of remember hearing about that. I think he gets lucky, and then he and then he does he like is inspired for a few weeks, and then he goes back to being weird John Travolta, the Scientologist. Yeah, you know. I think maybe since he became a Scientologist is when things started going south for him. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I think he he had he had had the Saturday Night Fever, and then Greece. So he was at the top of his game right there. Even though I hated both those movies, really, I didn't think they were any good. And then he goes way down into a ditch for most of the '80s, and then finally in the early '90s he gets Pulp Fiction, and then everyone's like, "Oh, he's and he was good in the movie. I'll give him that." He was, was good, good, but could it could that role have been done by somebody yes. else? Yes. Wait, Thank which you. movie was he good at? Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. That yeah. kind of got him back out of the doldrums, and then he had Face Off, which is awesome movie. Face Off. It's a good movie. I thought it was Nicolas Cage. He, both of them were in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was kind of they're both at their at their peak. I think it was like it was a good immovable object and irresistible force. It was a good movie. I'll give him that. But then after that. I mean, then you get into Michael and all the other kind of shit they were talking when about. When he was, like, in the Hairspray, like, musical movie. Yeah. Which did not need to be made, if you ask me. No. So, it looks like he started practicing Scientology uh, since 19, uh, in 1975. Yeah, I that's figured he was one early, of those. That's, yeah, yeah, he was on the fucking bandwagon right there. That's like, is that Welcome Back Cotter days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. close. He was uh, filming. He was filming the movie "The Devil's Reign." Um, makes sense. When he was given a book on Dianetics, and that's basically uh, where it's where it all started. I could have been a fucking Scientologist because I like that Dianetics book. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you like liking it. Like, there's some stories in the Bible that I like. I find pretty easy to read too. But there's any of it's real. So seriously, you were like literally is like, hey. This, uh, this makes some sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did, did, well, did you read it? No. Okay, well, there you go. I'm not going to read it either. No, just, just <laughs> to, Maybe I'll read one page just to spite you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, finish the book. You read the one page. Why don't you finish it? You re- no, read it all but one page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if there is something at the end, just, it's like <laughs> this was before. Wow. Okay. So that was even before Saturday Night Fever, Grease. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, a freak. And but it was. Let's see here. Uh, it was during Welcome Back, Carter, seventy-five to seventy-nine. So he has been basically been a Scientologist the entire time from when you started seeing him. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Also disturbing. In a certain way, too, that you believe that for forty years or forty-four years now going on. Well, is it honestly? Is it still? Is he actually still John Travolta? Like, how do we know? I don't know. I I, I see. And, you know, and I'm going to guess. I don't know for sure. I'm going to guess his net worth is about 125 million dollars. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. But if you look at that and you consider what he's actually done to deserve all that, I mean, it, he's one of the least worthy. $170 million. He's even worth Yeah. See, I, I figured it was over. I figured it was north of $100 million, but I didn't know by how much. And what has he done? Nothing. Nothing. Other than Pulp Fiction for me. That's another thing that I like. But as you said, you could have gotten anybody to do that role. You could get Steve Buscemi. You could have done that role. He could have done it, but... 
In some ways, it was a little bit of stunt casting. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of drew attention to the role. A Maybe the movie. Star power. Yeah. Although, I mean, I know Bruce Willis is in it, and there's a bunch of other people, but it was just like, yeah. you haven't seen this guy in a while. Here's him doing something different. So it yeah. kind of ro- roped you in a little. True. I, either that movie called for somebody who could do the dance with Uma Thurman. Well, that that and is that very one true. scene, or they created that scene because of who they got. Oh, that could actor. be, yeah. And if you look at it, that was right on that cusp. That was kind of that Gen X movie, and he was definitely a representative for Gen X as far as the the star power during that time. So after that, I think that's kind of I think that was the peak of Gen X uh, music and culture. There was, and then it happened to be I think swing was popular again around that time. Ugh. Which uh, one? What the swing or swing music and big that band type, stuff. big band type stuff? So and like sort of like retro type feeling, and then that. So that movie was just like perf- perfectly timed, and and pretty well done overall. I think anyway, even if you take out Revolting, uh, which everyone knows who that is when I'm speaking. John Revolting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you take him out, I mean Samuel L. Jackson. If it wasn't for that movie, he wouldn't have been where he is now either. I mean, it wasn't like he was a household name at that time. I think people kind of knew who he was a little bit. But I think that kind of... And then Bruce Bruce Willis, that kind of helped him a little bit be a different kind of role. It wasn't just an action... They did a lot of action movies. They did a lot of action. Um, but Samuel L. Jackson, though, I think maybe since... Now he's uh, he's since, the best of anybody. Yeah, but since that movie, since that role... He's he's had kind of like the same persona in almost every movie. Yeah, he uh, he's basically black Jeff Colbloom. He's he's a black, <laughs> which isn't a bad place to be. No, it's a good it's a good thing. Yeah, you no, just I'm, gotta I'm be yourself. you're entertaining, just kind of being yourself. Yes. that's awesome. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's he's being himself. Like when there's the snakes on the plane, you know, I like love that movie. And the movie's the, fantastic. On, on the trailer's like. What's up with all this motherfucking six on the plane or something like that? That's the only reason why I saw the movie was because he was in it. Honestly, if it had some other guy, if you had Jeff Goldblum, I would have seen it too, because it, it would have been a different reaction. Obviously. He wouldn't have said motherfucking though. No, no, no. He would. He would have been a lot of st- stammering and, and uh, sort of hesitating between <laughs> sentences. Uh, but I think if you put Bruce Willis on that, I wouldn't go see that movie. No. No. Fuck, or Tom Cruise for fuck's sake. F no. 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 It would have to be Samuel L. So I think, but anyway, you know, Uma Thurman had a lot of good stuff after that, but was Kill really, Bill. it was mainly Kill Bill. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think of who else was in that movie kind of took off from there. Tim Tim Roth maybe had it a decent That movie. was Tim Roth's, like, career peak, I think. And he's only... Did he do some stuff after that? He's been, like, he's in Reservoir Dogs, but that was prior. Oh, shit, that's right. Okay. But his, like, he got some sort of, like, he had some Fox... TV show wasn't it called like Lie to Me or something like that? Oh wow! But it's like like Tim Roth. I think of okay, Pulp Fiction. I think of him in Guildenstern and Rosencrantz are dead. Yeah, yeah. And that like not not much sense, which is a shame because I always liked him. I thought he was. I thought he was a pretty good actor too. Yeah. And then uh, Ving 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 Rhames, who I think did some good stuff, but then he got all tied up in the the Mission Impossible. Franchise, which kind of made it. I don't know. I Isn't he dead? Stupid. Hang no. on. <laughs> he does the voice of the Arby's commercials. Oh, okay. What? I didn't know that was him. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Oh, Harvey, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. yeah, and he was already pretty well established, so he kind of brought some gravitas. He's actually. He's gone I mean, downhill since. Then. Well, it's. 
That was almost like a revival for him because he's more of a like a seventies. Like he was in Alien, wasn't he? Or no, I don't think he was. No, it wasn't Alien. What am I thinking of? I thought he got an Oscar like for something. Like Now or the, something. The piano or something. A oh yeah, years yeah, yeah. Yes, the piano yeah. teacher. No, the piano. No, just the piano. And I think piano. you know we had to see his bare ass in that movie, which was even worse. Well, Harvey Keitel, the un- unfortunate thing is that he's also he's kind dead. of like pigeonholed himself into certain roles, like you yeah. know, like. I think in Pulp Fiction wasn't he the cl- like a cleaner, yeah, you know. And I think in a, at and least he was two in other, of our dogs too. And I think in two other movies he was the cleaner also. Right. right. Um, he was in Bad Lieutenant, which was just kind of almost a an atrocity to watch that movie. What? <laughs> he just does. He's just so fucked up. He like it was one scene where he pulls over this car, and it's like a maybe a girl and her mother, and as he's sort of leaning up on the car, he's Whips it out, Ew. starts spanking it. Yeah, it's just like a weird, like, oh my god. And why do these directors keep using him that way? He's not attractive in any way. <laughs> it's it's not it's not it's it's not it's just not good. He's got that look. He's a character actor, and like I, I feel like he just there's a certain character. Like, would you would you go would you see him in a Disney movie? No, no, he's not gonna fit unless he's the bad guy, I guess. But. I'm just saying, like, he's he's always going to be the villain or yes. some sort of, like, shady, seedy character. Right. Mm. Which I guess, I mean, I'm sure, I'm going to guess his net worth, maybe we should play that game too. I'm going to guess he's worth 15 to 20 million. Unless he's getting a lot of residuals off of Pulp Fiction. Boy, I think it's low. I think it's lower than that. You think, you think 15 to 20 is too high? I don't know why. I just don't think, I mean, character actors don't get paid the big money. But he's been in some pretty big movies. I'm gonna say eight million. Forty five million dollars. Right. Wow, okay. So I, I thought it might be a little bit more than the fifty I was sort of being conservative with that fifteen to twenty, but also Ving Rames is is, is indeed alive still. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank thanks thanks. But artists. here's the other people. So Christopher Walken was there. Oh, uh, he was fantastic in that in that little bit. Oh, that was yeah. but I mean he did, didn't really help or hurt him either way, but it was just it was spot on Christopher Walken. So that needed to be Christopher Walken. That, I, there that couldn't have been anybody else. No. Yeah. I totally um, agree. The, the, is this, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember now. Is Pulp Fiction the movie that starts in the diner? Yes. yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. How did those people fit into the, the that couple? How it's, did they fit into it? It's just a collage of different things. They kind but of started in, in, like in the future, essentially. Don't you remember that in the end, the... Travolta and Jackson are in the in the restaurant. Oh, when this happened, and they give him the yes, don't they give him some money or something, or the case, or they just say take this and go. Well, no, they want the case. I think and they're like, oh yeah, no, yeah you're yeah. not going to get this case. But he gives them the wallet. This is bad, motherfucker. Right, that's right. It. Yeah, and then he gives them the whole spiel and kind of talks them out of it, and then mm-hmm. they end up leaving. Yeah, wait, looks like Steve Buscemi was also there. What was he there? I can't remember what he did in that movie. What did he do in that movie? Oh, wait. He played Buddy Holly? Oh! The waiter, yeah. Yes! Totally remember that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's definitely kind of a, a universe of Tarantino actors that he likes. and But, uh, I mean, they're all... Almost all of them are really good. It's just a matter of what they do outside of it. Maybe it doesn't fit so well. Because I can't think of a whole lot of other success stories... Outside of, except for Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, those two, and Christopher Walken kind of has his own thing. 
Yeah, and as far as, like, the woman who was the French girl. Yeah, I don't know what the hell she like, where, where, Where'd she go? Maria de, Made- Maria de Medeiros. Uh, that's her, That's the actress's name. She played Fabian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah She's yeah, pretty yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know where we were going with all that or how we ended up there, but it is interesting, though. I think my, my initial point was the... Is the waste of space to me that is John Travolta is he does one hundred and seventy fucking million dollars. He does take up a lot of space. I mean, his head is like unravel of my head. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, I think there's another movie that I'm forgetting that was actually kind of good. I think that was um, with Gene Hackman when he was like a um, what was that called? Boy Kill? in the Bubble. No, it was like mm-hmm. get get somebody. Oh, get Shorty. Get Shorty. That was actually pretty good, but it was kind of in spite of him because I thought Gene Hackman was a lot funnier in that movie. And he's really underrated as far as his comedic abilities, but I've heard is he's kind of a red ass. He's like a real difficult person to work with, and like you know, uh, kind of a bully. Hmm. But he's funny, and every I mean, he has this amazing way of turning on the the comedic charm that he has. And well, he's funny as Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, he was funny as just every well, maybe not purposely funny. No, it's purpose. It's like yeah, comedic villain, villain, villainly comedic yeah and then but, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums which I thought was a decent movie but he was funny in that too hmm. no I you know I, I I saw that movie and very little of it sticks with me hmm. and I like Wes Anderson but um, for whatever reason that just didn't quite jibe with me well I don't like I don't like the Wilsons particularly I think they're do you see Bottle Rocket obnoxious. no Bottle Rocket's pretty good that's kind of where they got their start. That's where Owen Wilson the, became Owen Wilson. Well, they, well, did the brothers start on that, mm-hmm. or just Owen? Both of them. Okay. But they don't. It's weird because I don't think you really pick up that those guys are brothers by looking at them. No, you can't. You can't tell. Are they half brothers? Maybe. No, I think because one, the other one got his nose broken at some point, and so that'd be the other brother. Yeah, Owen. Owen. Uh, Owen. That'd be Owen. Uh, so it's Luke is the other one. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luke's the taller of the two. I think Luke was in the uh, Idiocracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty good movie. Which we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> life, uh, art, life imitates art. Oh, yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other real actor, though, who hasn't done anything and is like this megastar. I'm like, why are they a megastar? It makes no sense because all their shit sucks. And nobody goes and sees it. The ratings are terrible. They're always you know, bombing in the box ups. How do they have such gravitas as far as like star power and all that? I don't. I don't. I just don't get it. Well, I was like, I don't. Why are people going to Tom Cruise movies? Well, but he has actually some mega blockbuster stuff. At least he has. Well, I, I know. He, I know. He, he's he, popular and makes yeah. money. It's just like, why are people? Well, I get it. Like, he kind of plays the same guy like pretty much every time too. He has the same type of attitude, but he has at least a stable of pretty you know, like solid movies. Travolta's got nothing, and he's lucky to be in the the ones that he was in. Yeah, and he's worth you know I don't know. Cruz is probably worth a hell of a lot of money too. I don't. I can't even guess his. He's probably over three hundred million. Well, those two are probably in bed together. <laughs> They're both Scientologists. Literally. Wait, yeah. Luke. Owen Wilson is older than Luke Wilson. I, th- I always thought that there was the other way around. I oh, thought oh, that Owen was the older bro. I always thought Luke was the older bro. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So did I. Yeah, yeah. What did you say uh, Tom Cruise's net worth was? I was gonna guess over th- maybe three hundred fifty, three hundred in that range. What do you? What do you wow. think, AG? I do. I'm just gonna go lower. We're gonna do prices right. This okay. one dollar. Yeah. Just one dollar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always good with the one dollar. Yeah. You can't possibly. Uh, roughly five hundred and seventy million dollars. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. that's more than I would have thought. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's 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 the he keeps doing these things that are popular and they keep raking in the dough. I guess there's nothing else you can do except make money, right? So, so I don't need to go see like watch something. It's like that. That's Tom Cruise right there. Like I don't b- believe it's like acting going on. It's just Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's nothing transformative about it. It's just no. it's him doing his thing. And it, yeah, and it's always the same. He's always the same persona as well. It's never. It's very. There's, uh, there's like been only a couple of times where he's done something either slightly self-deprecating or outside of that. Like he was in Tropic Thunder, and he was actually pretty funny. That was that. pretty damn funny. I that was it. funny. Yes, but yes. there's not a lot of like where he is a like a like a um. Uh, Conflicted hero or something. It's always like yeah. he's the raw. Like, hey, I'm coming to save the damn day. Right. Was it was it part of the uh, like some sort of Trump campaign where he, he was trying to uh, you know revere and pay um, uh, respect to the military, but the photo that he took was a still from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I, <can't remember. laughs> I hope so. That's awesome. If it was, you know, the guy that plays the same kind of guy, the same. He he has no range, but I root for him. And he's worth a lot of money, I'm sure. Is Keanu Reeves? Mm. I love that guy. And and just about anything he does, like John Wick and all those kind of movies, Matrix and all that. I mean, I know he's ridiculous. He's a terrible actor, but he's such a good guy outside of it. I mean, all this, all the stuff that I've ever ever seen about him is that he's a pretty cool dude, and he's making money. And yeah, the movies are generally entertaining. Yeah. It's not really because of him; it's because of the the movie. Usually, that sort of surrounds it. But he's there. He showed up. He's there. He the, showed up. But isn't John Wick? Um, <laughs> that, so that's his newest movie. And there's like a John Wick too. I think there'll uh, be another one probably after that. Yeah. So this is a it's a kind of like a revival for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, he's never really gone away. He's always sort of been there doing this and that. But it's like they it's like, well, I think he'd be good in this movie. I'm like, yeah, let's bring it back. But if he didn't, he'd be fine. You know, it's yeah. not like we have to worry about him. He's not in drugs. He's not trying to, you know, start horrible bands. Maybe he did at one point. Maybe he's in... Like, he was in Dog dog Star. Yeah. But, he, you know, he kind of figured out that it was... So you know, not, it's not really... It's not where his bread's no. No, 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 no. But, no, but here's the thing with uh, kind of going back real quick to Tom Cruise. So, like, if you were to, like, his turn in The Mummy... Right? Wasn't he in like in The Mummy Returns or was something? He? Yeah, so that's a thing. Like nobody fucking remembers yeah. this movie. Yeah, I think but, of Brendan Fraser when you talk about The Mummy. But that's the thing. But that's the thing. It, all of a sudden, it was Tom Cruise. Right? This was with The Mummy, and it was like major special effects. Yeah. You know, um, extravaganza. But if if you were to do a still of The Mummy with Tom Cruise in it. You would go. Wait, is this from Mission Impossible? Is this from Jack Reacher? Is this from you know like? Mm-hmm. It, there's no there's no difference. You know. Right. You know, that's another guy who I really don't like and uh, care for much. Uh, and I just lost his name because he was right there. Brendan Fraser? No, I actually <laughs> like him okay. I think he's a pretty good dude. 7.3, by the way, is the rating of John Wick on uh, yeah, IMDb. that's what I figure. I mean, yeah. it's kind of one of those movies you just like, okay, you know what it is going in. It doesn't try to sell itself as anything else. And that's what I wish more movies would do is you go into them, you see the trailer, and you're expecting something completely different. And then you get there, it's like, this sucks. <laughs> this is the worst. 
It was like Cloud Atlas. Yeah. I've gone off on that one before, I think, several episodes in the past. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. And it's got star power galore and all these. We've got Tom Hanks and all these fucking people in it. And Halle Berry. Halle Berry. It's the stupidest mind-numbing movie I've ever seen. It's because you read the book and it's not as good? No, I didn't know anything about the book. Okay, well, the book is like... The whole thing was supposed to be very no, like notoriously hard to translate into film. Yeah. Because of what it... Uh, you know, what it's also about the, it. It's also the people... The actors are good in it, but they, they suck. They clearly have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> and the entire thing is just a mishmash of shit. Well, it was also made by the Wachowski sisters, right? So... Yeah, they are the Wachowski sisters now, yes. I'm going to guess that that one, though, I'm going to guess it has a 6.8 or 9 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. And I've read the comments on that. There's a lot of, like, in my camp, like, this sucks and doesn't make no sense and it's stupid. And other people who are like, oh, this is amazing. It's such an amazing thing. 7.4 on IMDb. That's gone up. <laughs> That's gone up when I remember. That is ridiculous, by the way, that it's 7.4. <laughs> what Six, is it on Rotten Tomatoes? That's 60. like my... 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty still, high. It's still pretty high. It's still like a fresh. B, B yeah. minus. See, I watched it with uh, my son. For some reason, it happened to be over. We just decided to turn it on. And, you know, Claire was there and I, somebody else there. I can't remember who it was. I mean, we ended up watching the movie. And my son loved it. He's like, oh, this is amazing. I was like, what movie are you watching? <laughs> is this is the stupidest thing. No, but I think, is it because visually stunning, Cloud Atlas? I mean, there's certain... Certain uh, when the futuristic scenes were very visually stunning. You can get that in any movie nowadays. I don't. I didn't think there was anything amazingly. I guarantee you, if, if we go through the comments and we go through some of like the one stars and then the five, and you will see there are people just like it's not. It's one of those movies you have either love or hate, and that's so that's why it's surprising to me that it's so highly ranked. I think there's a lot more people who are idiots. Well, yeah, <laughs> idiocracy. <laughs> Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. Real quick though, AG, you had such a visceral reaction to swing music. What was that about? Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> It's just a style of music that had its day, and then it came back because people are kind of like retro stuff. But it's it doesn't hardly have a place in modern music. Is just has nothing. Was it the Squirrel Nut Zippers or something like squirrel that? Squirrel Nut Zippers, and there was another one that did it too. Well, there was the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Well, they've been around for a long time, though. But that's that was why it came about. It was yeah. because of that's. Saying, well, I don't know. There's what kind, is the, I actually kind of like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Does uh, Harry Co- is that is that Swing Harry Connick Jr. Mm. Harry Potter <laughs> Harry Potter Jr. Well, he does he does more Sinatra type stuff. Yeah, crooning and whatnot. Then then Buble is Swing also, Band. That's no, big band. He's big no, band. he's crooners. They're all like, that's iconic yeah. and Buble. Yeah. So here's a one here's a one star rating on Cloud Atlas on IMDb. <laughs> um, the title is Like Flipping Channels for Three Hours. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. grandiose production and stellar cast doesn't help this overly ambitious mix 
come together in a coherent movie. The series of different stories isn't set up well in the beginning, so it feels confusing for a while. Then when they sort of come together, it isn't clever or convincing. Maybe this story was unfilmable. Something like that. Yeah, I think that that kind of says it all right there, plus the idiotic language that they use in some of it. Yeah. Which really bothers me. I really hate the language in the movie and uh, in some of it. And uh, I mean, I get what they were. It's what I'm just saying. It's like, it's so. I What I felt was that the Wachowski sisters are trying to think, look at how brilliant we are. We're showing you all this. I'm just seeing right through. It's like, this is just nothing but bullshit. So Stop the, talking down to us. <laughs> so the made up language is called uh, Yibrin. Okay. Um, true, true. Here's a, here's a couple of. Uh, yeah. Couple yeah. of um, examples. So Babbitt mm. is baby. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. Eye is Big Island of Hawaii. Curio is curiosity. The Fall is the apocalypse. Far Far is very far. Mm-hmm. True True. True True is very true. Yeah. 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 Um, minder is to mind or care for. How's it is how are you? Wait a minute. This See, is just it's ba- bullshit. <laughs> it's baby talk. This is what they fucking give us in that goddamn movie. <laughs> See, at least if you look, if you go and look at the what I really like, for instance, going just going into TV, is Firefly, and the way that they brought kind of like the apocalyptic, and like after the apocalypse, and they have Chinese intermingling with English, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. If they would have done something like that, rather than reverting to baby talk. I would have been much better with Babbitt talk. Yeah, Babbitt. Babbitt. Thank you. Thank you. But Thank this you is that. from... But but wasn't that from the book? I don't give a fuck. That Yebrin? That makes me not want to read that book now even more. <laughs> and I'm not going to read that book. What's... I mean, but aren't you aren't you a sci-fi fan of, like... I am, and that's, that's Star why Wars, I thought I would Star like Trek. it. That's why I thought I would like the movie. The trailer looked great. And yeah. you get in there, and it's something completely... And, and it's just the Wachowski sisters being really annoying and well, artsy. I tell you what I thought was was going to be a good movie uh, was Valerian in the city of a thousand Ooh. whatever planet of city of a thousand planets. That turned that turned, turned Shut out to be bullshit. Isn't, this, isn't that young adult science fiction though? Is it? <laughs> no, he checks <laughs> six. But it's like Maze between, Runner, between. Maze Runner, and Hunger well, Games, and all this kind of crap, which is written for teenagers. But they feel like because this very serious stuff is happening to very young people, that it makes it more serious. Yes, it seems well, like fuck you, young people. Yeah. Well, the one movie that that uh, I think it's already out or has been out for a while that I want to see just based on the trailer, Mac is I don't know, I can't remember the title now, but it's like these cities are on are on mortal engines. What was it called? Mortal engines. Mortal engines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to see that just based on the trailer. I mean, the trailer. I mean. I like the only reason. The only time I go to the movies is to watch something that's visually, you know, yeah. extravagant like that. I, I like heavy visual effects. Like I don't go for any of them. I, I try not to go to the movie theaters or anyway for something that I already revealed in a yeah, previous episode. A number of different things why <laughs> you don't go there. I think now, <laughs> but um, terrorists and you know, active do, shooter, domestic, two, two domestic ter- terrorists. Yes, right. Uh, active shooters. That's another heart. Uh, probably heart. Heart attack. Heart attack. Yeah. Or it's perceived heart attack. Yeah. Esophageal spasms. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's not. PTSD. You can add to that now too. I think. <laughs> well, gents, <laughs> there was there was a lot of things to unpack for our audience. Uh, 
with this particular episode. We went everywhere. It was like one extended paragraph right yeah. there, the whole thing. And we don't have any problem with that. Whatsoever. And actually, I want to add one little little uh, footnote to it. Yeah. Have you guys seen the documentary that goes uh, over the making of the island of Dr. Moreau? Uh-uh. No. Highly recommend. It's got um, an insane um, uh, Marlon Brando in mm. it. Uh, it's got a egocentric uh, way. I didn't know how bad Val Kilmer was until I watched this documentary. <laughs> he is really bad. I highly, highly recommend this documentary. Is this the one that, uh, is it Lost Soul, The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's um, Island of Dr. Yes, Moreau? Yes, it is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Isn't Val Kilmer in that sort of Travolta range? He's in the good stuff, though. But, like... Like, like legit, he can act... John Travolta can't act. He plays the same Goomba every fucking time. <laughs> Kilmer's got a lot of good stuff. You know, like Willow, you know, he's got that, uh, what was the one that even, that's early in his career, he's got the, the what was the funny one uh, early in his career too? Uh, Spy. Real Genius or something? No. Top some, Secret? Top Secret. That was hilarious. I like Top Secret. He shows, a, but he shows a good range, and, you know, and he even goes, Batman, I didn't hate him in Batman. When he was there, I thought he did a, did decent. Was he a Batman? He was the. He Batman. was one of the Batmans, just in the ba- the one with uh, Jim Carrey, I think. Mm. Is that Forever Batman Forever? Mm-hmm. Sounds right. With the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones, which was way that, that was kind of crazy there. But then he also did uh, Tombstone, Doc Holliday. I'm your blueberry. No, I'm your huckleberry. I'm your <laughs> well, anyway, I know I, I kind of derailed this for but a minute. But he was in. Oh, well, he's in the one with about the Navajo code speakers. Yeah, you would. You, did you not like and the him? doors? The doors. The doors. I didn't like that actually. I thought that was kind of mm-hmm. over the top, a little too over the top. Like he was too enjoying that, and he was trying to be a little bit too much. But I mean, I guess that's kind of what Jim Morrison was at the same time. So I didn't like hate it, but it wasn't like my favorite. One of his, they did the one with Robert Downey Jr. when he was like a, a gay detective or something, which I thought was fantastic. It was a really oh, good movie. Yeah. It was kind of later Kilmer, but that was good stuff. So he's been in l- really good movies, but I don't know if his, I'm going to guess his net worth isn't quite as high. It's probably pretty low. I'm going to guess 75 mil. I'm going to say 60. Yeah. 25 million. Whoa. Whoa. Man, well, he had a, a lot job. of health, he, he had a lot of health problems too for a while. He had throat, yeah. throat cancer or whatever, but. Anyway, the, the island of Dr. Moreau just by itself is the, probably by trailer for a movie. That is insane how bad it was. Well, make sure to watch that, guys. Good night.